I'm recording now, now that you finished, which is what I was mentioning. Maybe I got a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, you see me ever go, bitch needs a bone. I'm going to get fired for being real homophobic. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Isaiah Washington. I was in a thousand movies and I was in nothing. They all fired my ass because I. Fuck TJ Knight. TJ Knight, TR Knight ruined my career. Or TR, I'm sorry. Excuse me, TR. I was I was skimming through um, Animal House the other day, and you know that scene yeah. where the guy the girl is on top of him and she, she passes out with her bra falls off. Yes, that dude looks so much like T.R. Knight in that scene. Tom Holtz, Mozart from Amadeus. Yeah, and I was like, how old is T.R. Knight? It looks just like him. <laughs> I'd show it, but I can't show that scene. Well, the, the sad story about that scene is that uh, the woman who had the stuff on her bra ended up becoming a horrible, drug-addled schizophrenic, and she never worked again. Sorry, what's the sad part? <laughs> it's another day in Hollywood, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's that's old-school Hollywood. Nobody gives a fuck. Hollywood is, Hollywood is dead, yo. Yeah. And speaking of that, speaking of being used and washed up and no one cares. And, and out of sight. 19, yeah, and, oh, and out of sight, that's good. <laughs> Just yeah, out of sight, 1998. Uh, one of the best uh, Soderbergh movies ever made. And out of sight, produced by Danny DeVito. Yeah, it's the first thing, I'm, my first note. I go, Jersey film, Danny DeVito again. Danny God DeVito damn. Again, he's great. God I don't damn. even done a lot lately, but well, right now we're going to talk about the 1998 film, the George Clooney, J-Lo starring Out of Sight. What's up, bitch? Oh, is that Don Cheadle? Yeah. Man, shut up, fucking white boy. He's white boy out here. He has steaks in the fridge. Fucking white boy. This is a movie... I, I fucking love this movie, by the way. Uh, oh, it's a great movie. Scott Frank wrote it, and Spielberg directed it. I mean, you got Albert Brooks is in it. Again, another great Albert Brooks performance that's underrated. So much so that I didn't... I forgot that was Albert Brooks. I'm watching exactly. him. Like, Who is yeah. He reminds me so much of a different actor. I couldn't put my finger on the other guy, but yeah, yeah. I've had this Especially for years. He's prison, he's got the, yeah. I still have not read it. I'm sure it's not the same thing at all. No, that's what I, I've always been curious because I love the movie. So I'm like, I've got the book. It's in like elderly person font. Look at how big this font is. Oh, good. Well, that's good. I need that for my eyes. Yeah, it looks like a quick read. It's only 330 pages or something, but that's also size 17 font on here. Yeah. Yeah, I've always been curious. Maybe now I'll actually read it. I just rewatched the movie. It's been a long time since I've seen this movie again. Oh, yeah. It's one of those movies that you kind of forget exists. And then you dust it off one day. Like, oh, wow, it's a great film. It was really a lot of fun. It is. I remember loving it immediately when I saw it. Because I saw this when it came out. Uh, Not in the theaters, but. You know, on yes. yeah, video, HBO video. or yeah, one of those. Yeah, well, whatever well. I hit first, probably rented it. Almost yeah. guarantee I rented it on VHS back in the day. But oh yeah, and I watched it and I was like, oh, "This is a really fucking good movie." Um, because I didn't get get Shorty when I watched it the first time. 
Well, well, you might be too young for that one. Yeah, because that came out three years earlier. And I was like, I remember liking Get Shorty. I liked the vibe of it, but I didn't quite understand it. Mm. And then Out of Sight came out, and I'm like, this reminds me of Get Shorty, only I really enjoy it. Yeah. Like, I think that's in the same vein of that kind of movie, which also Danny DeVito. Yeah. God damn. He has his hands, his tiny little hands all over this movie. He's got his greasy, <laughs> extra finger banging hands. His cabbage smelling hands. Movies. His <laughs> wonderful films. You know what's funny uh, is. Oh, sorry. Pulp fiction. Oh, I would say pulp. <laughs> yeah. Pulp fiction. Get shorty. Out of sight. Uh, just to name a few. I mean, shit. I think he owns it by himself now, Jersey Films. I don't even know if he does that anymore because he hasn't directed anything in a long time. I think he just he's doing always sunny, and that's just this is that's his gig. Because I was no, looking, look, I'm gonna see. Wait, I was looking into a legal battle in 2003, and it says like everyone he they they agreed he retains the rights to the Jersey Films thing, okay. uh, to the name. And that was 20 years ago, so yeah. I'm sure he's still producing right. stuff with it, but. Not as active as he used to be, because he's not as active as he used to be. Well, uh, T- uh, they, they produced he produced Reno nine one one said Wonderful Heights, which was two thousand twenty two. Yeah, and then Reno nine one one. He does all the Reno nine one one stuff, and that show was fucking hilarious. A Walk Amongst the Tombstones. He produced that. Oh. Okay, that was a Jersey film. Look, well, Scott Frank did that one, I think. Um, Freedom Riders. Oh my god, he did that one with. Uh, with what's her name? Yeah, what's her name? The girl exactly. whose name I can never remember. Oh, I forgot he produced Garden State. Yeah, yeah. Forgot about that one. Um, yeah. Oh, he produced How High. There you go. Lost me on that one. Uh, it's the one with uh, that little bow wow. <laughs> Yeah, or well, how high is Method Man and Red Man? Oh, okay, yeah, that one. I think they, they go to college. Yeah, I remember uh, seeing the they, VHS they cover special, or the DVD they cover. Like, they have a special uh, weed formula that makes them really smart, and they get like five or like, perfect scores on their SATs. Of course, because they're something like that. Yeah. Boy, produced Aaron Brockovich, uh, uh, Man on the Moon, Out oh, of yeah. Sight, uh, Gattaca. I Matilda. meant. I love Gattaca. That's actually another one we should do on this. Hey, Gattaca's good. Gattaca. Maybe I uh, maybe I'll do that yeah. next week. I, mean, I still haven't picked for next week. Um, Gattaca. Gattaca. Uh, Is that that movie about the gay prison? What? Gattaca. Do you really remember where Gattaca is? <laughs> no, I don't remember. Where oh, okay. <laughs> See, no. Oh my god! Not at all. He's, he's been on 163 episodes of Always Sunny. Yeah, he's been an. Holy. He joined Jeez. in season two. I understand that, but it's been on that long. It's a lot. They're on season, I think they've done 15 seasons now. Yeah, it's from 2006 to 2023 so far. Yeah, they, and they only do like 10 episodes a year now. Right. Yeah, wow. shit adds up, man. I don't know. But he is, man, when he joined, it's always sunny. I wasn't watching yet, but I watched it in order. And I was like, "Oh, this is this." The show gets so much better when he joins. He just right. What a, what a perfect person to throw in that role. Absolutely. I think we should change this, uh, the name of the show to like Danny DeVito cast because it's quickly becoming that an accident, really. Yes. We're not even thinking about doing it like this. I had no idea Jersey Films produced it, and it shows up first thing, one of the first credits. I'm like, yep. "Oh shit, Jersey, another DeVito movie." 
Kyle Drew, he was on he was on point for a couple of years there, just nailing them left yeah. and right. Because we also did a uh, Death Becomes Her. Yes. No, sorry. He <laughs> no, no, he didn't do that. No, Death to Smoochies. Sorry. Yes. Death I was to like, Smoochie. why did I say that? Because he got Death Becomes the, the name confused me. Death to Smoochie. Yes. We did Man on the Moon. We did. Oh, this is he produced it. We, I feel like there's like two more. Oh, uh, Throw Mama from the Train. Yes. It's just a lot of recent ones, really. It's just crazy. Did we ever do Batman Returns? No. I mean, you 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 can pick any movie, but you always go with my list. And I'm like, pick whatever you want, man. We can, yeah, we can do Batman Returns. We did like a Batman ranking thing once. Um, did we? Yeah, it, it wasn't an episode. It was a part. Like, we just kind of did it. Oh, okay. All right. We've done so many of these things. I can't remember. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Um, I was going to bring up Danny DeVito during our... This is the last thing I'm going to say about him. Uh, during the Nick Cage cast, because I was looking at Ron Perlman's body in in uh, yes. that retirement plan movie, and I was like, "Who has the more unfortunate body face combo, Devito or Perlman?" And I really didn't have an answer. Well, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. They're very different, but who do you think has the most more unfortunate body face combo? I think Devito. I'm going Perlman. Well, the beard's shorter. Yes. He does have the midget factor. But I'm also going combo. And I think Ron Perlman is an insanely ugly man. Just because he played a Neanderthal in uh, uh, that fucking fire movie. They cast him as the beast. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> Danny DeVito was the penguin, and he was. they put makeup on him for that. I mean, they did with both, but... I'm going to go, because Danny DeVito's not, like, horrifically ugly in the face, so I'm going to go DeVito's better look, but got the better combo. Yes, he's, he is a pop-up star idol. Yeah, he's got... He's, Danny DeVito. He's got an interesting-looking face. He's not horrifically ugly, but Ron Perlman has an unfortunate body where it's just, like, this blob, and his face is just all over the place. Like, he got all the face. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, got all the face, so what? Fuck you, man. Hey, Blade. He went to a face-eating contest and ate all the face. And he just kept it uh, all. I just, uh, I still love him from Blade 2. DeVito? Oh, God. That, oh, that would be so much better. He needs to play hey, Duncan Frost. Danny DeVito is Duncan Frost in the MCU's version of <laughs> Blade. Literally Duncan. Duncan Frost. Duncan Donuts Duncan, Frost. Duncan, Duncan Donuts Frosty. I'm going to be a god. I'm going to be a vampire god. Danny DeVito's having so much fun with his Jersey subs also, those commercials. Oh, yeah, He's like dancing around with the wig. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he does It's Always Sunny in Jersey Mike's commercials, and that's it. That's all he needs. He's fine. <laughs> He's got a great career. Yeah. He's barely hanging out with his with his ex-wife. I mean, he's happy. Who would? He's having a blast. <laughs> oh, anyway, out of sight. We should probably talk about the movie, right? <clears throat> yeah, it's 1998, like we said. It centers around George Clooney's character, who is a bank robber, and he uh, always escapes prison. He's escaped from like a couple of prisons, probably two or three in his lifetime. Always gets around, but he always has like um, he has like a conscious being a uh, he has a conscious a con- conscious he's he's a um, conscientious bank robber or thief. But he's more yeah. of a bank robber than anything else. Yeah. And even even uh, 
when he saves Albert Brooks's life and he goes back to get a job. Stops with the, Albert Brooks. Oh, sorry. Yes. No, I'm saying, and, and Albert Brooks is like, you. There is no, there's no one looking for old bank robbers. It's not going to happen for you. You have to start at the bottom, okay? And maybe I'll give you a chance. He says, "What? Like you did, Dick? Like, like you? You marry a woman Make... and, and yeah. divorce her, take her company, and and sell it off piece by piece, and then marry another rich person? Only divorce them be the same thing, Dick? Yeah." I'm debating how many clips I'm going to play because this movie will definitely get shut down. Oh, there's so many great moments in this movie. There is. I love the opening. Just the opening of the movie where he's throwing down the tide and keeps freeze framing. (laughs) And that's the that's the scene that you're talking about where that's where that scene ends. Him throwing the tie down because he gets all that work and saving his life and all he offers him is a security guard job. And he gets pissed about that and immediately goes and robs like Sun Bank and Trust right across the street. Yeah, just walks over there and I don't know. It's a clever intro. You know he's lying, but he's just oh. he's so charming about it. That it's just so well, believable. He's a, he, he's a bank robber that's never used a gun. Yeah, he doesn't use violence to rob anything. He just kind of goes in there and he has a note and it says, you know, give me the money in the register. I need to go. You know, blah blah blah. And it's all there. And he, you know, that rules there just yeah. so you believe that she would fall in love with him because he's not a vicious murderer. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not a psychotic, like, uh, fucking Ted Bundy or Richard Ramirez, the Night Soccer groupie. Yeah, one of those women who write to men in prison and I fucking yeah. love, and they marry them. And it's like... They always send dirty pictures, too. What's worse, the woman who drowns her kids or the woman who's in love and marries the prisoner, the, the vicious murder prisoner? I would say probably the woman who drowns her kids. Yeah, because she did it. <laughs> Yes, he, he murdered three people or whatever. But, I mean, the woman who's marrying the uh, the psychopath, she clearly has issues. What if not, she has three kids? Three young kids. Well, okay, fine. Then that would be the worst. Okay, so now we got to... This is where we start stacking the deck one way or the other. we got to find a, a middle <laughs> where everything balances out. Right. Um, Damn. Yeah, I don't know. But then but, again, do you, have, do you believe in forgiveness? Maybe he changed his oh. heart. And Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, isn't such a bad guy after all. <laughs> it's nope. this is a slick movie. Oh, absolutely! But it's done so well. It's 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 definitely of its era. Yeah. The the late nineties where slick was like this and Snatch are very slick movies, and if you're not these two guys, it's gonna come off as very forced and fake. But they both do so fucking well with with those two movies that it just it just works. Like the editing in this movie is very specific. And I don't know, I can't name another Soderbergh movie that has the editing like this and, and the style like this other than Ocean's 11. I think Ocean's 11 has the same uh, the the Limey uses a lot of the similar techniques. Okay, yeah. This again, this is the era we brought up last week. This is the Soderbergh yeah. era where he was nailing everything and after that he kind of stopped doing this and well, he kept saying he's going to retire. He retires every six months, only to come out with five more movies. It's like, well, I think they retired. No, I never said that. The, like, well, which is it? The man makes a movie every eight months. Pretty much, yeah. And he chooses it with a phone. Yeah. You go make it on an on a, on a iPhone, and that's, that's what he does. He's kind of amazing. I do want to watch Solaris, because it's the only other time, other than the Oceans movies, these two work together. Right? Yeah. Because they did the Oceans movies, but 
Oceans uh, and Solaris and this. Ocean movies. So five. Yes. But that's Oceans movies are a separate thing. But um, I do want to. Like Oceans eleven. I don't like Oceans twelve. <clears throat> Oceans twelve is the fucking worst. Even Ocean's 13, as stupid as it is, oh, it's so much better than Ocean's 12. It is, yeah. Because you got Al Pacino in it. And Vincent Cassell is... I run the casino! That's the Vincent Cassell one, right? And then Julie Roberts plays herself in that scene? Yeah, that, that's uh, number two, Ocean's 12. Fucking terrible. Saw that one in the theater. Yeah. So right, pissed. I think we saw it together. Yeah, probably. I saw that one at film school. It was 2004. Yeah, I remember being awesome. very pissed. Oh, yeah, I was not happy with that one. <laughs> yeah, now I remember that. Bruce, yeah, that's Bruce, Bruce Willis, hey. Yeah, oh, God. Back before his brain melted. <laughs> yeah. But oh. all, all I know is there is there wasn't enough. Um, the one thing about coolness is that you just don't have enough coolness. You're to setting up a clip. Charles Bronson in it. Here we are, <laughs> Renton, Missouri. Mulpelly, this is Bronson, Missouri. Mm. Hey, Ma, how about some cookies? No dice. This no ain't word. over. Sorry, I just played it through that. Conan O'Brien was talking about that this week on his podcast. Oh, he really? brought that up. Bill Hader brought that up. It was hilarious. Did he write that joke, Conan? This ain't, this ain't over. No, he talked about they were They were talking about Charles Bronson for some reason. Oh. That, that, and Bill Hader brought that up, and they talked about it. Yeah. They talked about how it was on The Simpsons. It was always... Uh, it was um, Harry Sher, Hank Azaria's Charles Bronson. Yeah. <laughs> so it was pretty funny. I wish um, it was did. I have so many random notes I'm going to bring up right now. Yes, please. First note was, I really miss Steve Zahn. Yeah, what, what's he doing? Is he on a show or something? No, I was looking into his career. He's in the White Lotus right yeah. now. Me and my wife were like, was. I, I, I said to her, I'm like, I miss Steve Zahn. He used to be in everything in the 90s. And she's like, yeah. I recognize him, but like, what? And I was like, you, like, even like Joyride. Yeah. Him and Paul Walker, they were, he was great in it. They were both great in it. And it's like, not a great movie, but it's a fun movie. Right. And like I said, and he's in that, and he's in High Fidelity and, and so much stuff. And now it's just, Saving Silverman, which is a stupid movie, but I love him in it. Um, he was in so many movies, and then he just kind of vanished. But I was like, oh, no, he didn't vanish. He's just in things I would never watch. You know who took his career? Alan Tudyk. I think Alan Tudyk took Steve Zahn's roles. You know who I think did? Steve Zahn let him go. Oh, really? Alan Tudyk does, like, voice work. Yeah, but he's in a lot of movies. He's in yeah. random movies, and it's like, that. that's like a Steve Zahn character. Alan Tudyk, who I like a lot. He's good. I guess he was trying to say that his character from the Transformers movies is the same character from 28 Days Later, the Sandra Bullock movie. Oh, 28 Days? Yes, he went 28 Days. 28 yeah. Days oh, Later is the zombie one. Later. I was like, what? Zombie movie, yeah. I mean, 28 Days, the rehab movie. Steve Zom's in that? Vigo Morrison. <laughs> no, it was um, Alan Tudyk. Yeah. <laughs> he plays it, the German character. And it's a German character in the Transformer movies. And he said, well, I basically think they're the same character. And 28 Days exists in the Transformers universe. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. I think people realize we have Sam Rockwell. And he's so much more fun and, and sells more. We don't need Steve Zahn. So then Steve Zahn kind of went like exactly. more serious. 
Oh, it's yeah. another Steve Zahn, the, That Thing You Do. That's another Steve Zahn movie that's great. Yeah. He's great, isn't it? Yeah, he's he's just a fun actor, and then suddenly, like, in 2003, he's just vanished. And that's really when Sam Rockwell no, really a... took over. Well, t- uh, 2000, he did Rescue Dawn, or Rescue Zahn, that 2006 movie, that was the Herzog movie, with Christian Bale. Steve Zahn was in that one. I wish it was called so Rescue he... Zahn. <laughs> Rescue Zahn, that's what my buddy called it. He said, uh, because Steve Zahn is busted up in that movie so bad he dies. I love it. Yeah, Rescue Zahn, which would be a better movie. But um, yeah, no, uh, you got Steve Zahn in this movie. You got, you got, uh, um, God, what's his name? I'm quite blank on it. Um, Don Cheadle. This is Don Cheadle before he got marveled out. Oh, this movie. Yeah, he was actually a good actor at one point. Doing Ving Rhames. Movies. Oh, Ving Rhames is in it. He's great. Jennifer Lopez? Like Je- Jennifer Lopez, Taco Kisses the Right Band, was good in this movie. Our like, this sec- is her best role, I think. Our second J-Lo movie. So we did uh, Money Train. Oh, that's right. Oh, she gosh. drops tit in that movie, though. She doesn't drop tit in this one. Well, that was before she was famous. This one, she's she's brought her way up. Yeah, she just did Selena, so she's a she's an icon at this point. Yeah, and she's got an album dropping soon. I'm gonna start referring no to that as dropping tit. Movie. By the way, dropping tit. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that right now. Hey, dropping tit. Look, it's Mila. It's uh, uh, Mila Kunis dropping tit in, in that movie about Hawaii. Uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. But I don't think those are her real boobies. I think that was a fake. No, that's definitely not her. A double, yeah. Yeah, it's the Natalie Portman butt double from Your Highness. Yes. Same woman. Yeah, was it? Okay. No. Oh, I don't <laughs> it. I just like the idea of the nude. Like you, you there's those those uh, stunt men that do sixty five movies, and you can recognize them sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I picture the same nude body doing Mila Kunis and Natalie Portman, which is weird because they're both in the same movie and playing the borderline same character in Black Swan. Right. Yeah, it'd be funny if it was the same the same person doing both. Shit. Oh man, recognize his ass. Oh, Dennis yes. Farina. We didn't. Yes, the late great Dennis Farina is. Yeah, Chicago's own. Such a great, yeah, he's great in this movie. Again, wonderful layers to this movie. Everybody's, every actor is perfectly cast in this movie. And Dennis Farina's character is only in like three, four scenes. Yeah. And he vanishes and he's on the phone at the end. But it was like, that was nice. I like seeing Dennis Farina. And he's not playing the usual Dennis Farina, so it was nice to see. And then Sam Jackson pops up in the last two minutes of the movie. Does he really? Yeah, he's the guy that she puts in the car. Okay. I'll be honest. Yeah. I had to finish the the last twenty some minutes on my phone because I was working okay. and I because right. I watched the rest last. Oh, let me! I should probably tell this story real quick. All right. Thanksgiving yesterday, I was watching the movie, enjoying the hell out of it. Me and my wife were watching this, and we we're like, "This is a good movie." And then suddenly we hear, "Pop!" And I was like, "That wasn't a gun. That was like fireworks, right?" And I walk outside or look outside through the window. Uh-oh. Fucking seven or eight eight to ten dudes, I would say. Fucking blah, in the road out here, right outside my. Like my, fighting? Or? Yeah, oh fucking fist fighting, man. Really? So someone shot a gun, yeah. and they're fucking throwing down. Wow. And I'm it's like, okay, man. get the family in the back room just in case yeah. they fire more shots. No and shit. then I call the police, 
and I'm yeah. describing what I'm watching, and she's like, how many, I'm like, I can't even tell how many people are out there, like, they're moving so fast, you can't count them, you know, the and I'm like, 10, and I'm like, there, there's shots fired, and, and there's people fighting and screaming, and there's uh, pe- yeah. women, are, and then, um, anyway, on the phone with them for like 10 minutes, hang up, Jeez. and I'm waiting around till 12.30 at night, waiting, oh. and this was at 11, wow. and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. And I'm like, you know what? Fucking cops aren't going to show up, are they? So I just went to bed. They, everyone left by then. But I was like, I, I'm just going to bed. And they have, still haven't showed up. And it's the next day. So then I had to watch the rest of the movie on my phone today, is my point. Because well, I geez. couldn't finish it last night because I'm waiting for the cops. And so I'm like it's watching. Yeah. I didn't realize that was Sam Jackson at the end. That's news to yes, me right yes. now. Yeah, Sam Jackson. Uh, excuse me. Here he is what's right that, now. What's that mean? Uh, yeah. Okay, let me fast forward here. And, and oh my God, it is. That looked nothing like the dude when I was watching my phone. Can I, <laughs> I'm going to play this right now because it's very relevant. Oh God, do I have it on this feed? I wish you would have recorded the gang, uh, the gang shootout in the parking in the yeah, my, streets. My ring doorbell didn't do fucking dick about it. It's, oh, it skips boo. over every three minutes. Let me play I this real you quick, guys though. We're living in a better neighborhood. Oh, it's it's a not fine neighborhood, but you know, family brawl is family brawl, man. It's gonna happen anywhere. That's true. You know. Here's what I felt like watching it today. Now, if you're playing the movie on a telephone, you will never, in a trillion years, experience the film. You'll think you have experienced it, but you'll be <clears throat> cheated. It's a, such a sadness that you think you've seen a film on your fucking telephone. <laughs> Get real. <laughs> I love that video. That 100%. I, I do because this is the second time I've had to watch a movie on my phone. And the second time where you're like, you brought up something. I'm like, oh, I had no idea that's what was happening. <laughs> you got to pay attention. You got to watch our big screen. What the fuck are you doing? The other time was that movie Sunny. The Nick Cage yeah, one right, redirected right. where I was watching on my phone yeah. at work at work. It wasn't at home like it was yeah. today. I was watching it and I'm like trying it's so much glare. I'm like yeah. <laughs> oh, I miss so much. <laughs> Henry Dean Stanton died? No, but yeah, I didn't I didn't remember that at all. I don't remember that at all. But I had no idea this was Sam Jackson. He t- on my phone, because of the shadows and the terribleness right. of it. it like I thought Terry it was a Murphy. I thought it was a much bigger dude. Right. Like, he looked like a stocky dude. I didn't. I had no idea. Looks that way. Didn't recognize his voice. Last night with the lady marshal, but... Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> How do you miss a Sam Jackson? And by the way, love this ending scene. Yeah. We'll talk about that when we get there, but... We got a lot to talk about then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I had no idea that was him. Oh, my God. Oh, I saved what, your video, Dick. What's... Uh, what we had him looking like. Everybody helpfully pointed out how the heroin was actually coming through my breast milk. But... Ah! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. It's, as, it's 14 Bad. seconds. That's as much as I could trim out with no, it making that sense. Works. Yeah, that works. It's great. I had to leave it a little longer. Uh-huh. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I had to play that at least once because I worked so hard oh, on that one. Absolutely. We'll, we'll play that more times. As the years go on, it's great. Uh, that's sorry, the best part. That's the best part of inherent vice is that scene. Do you want to get into details on the plot, really? 
No, I mean, uh, Which is kind of... I think if, you, if you've never seen this movie, watch it because it's a treat. Yeah. It's a great movie. There's not like, I mean, there aren't any um, twists and turns. It's just a fun, you know, really well done movie about, and it's a, and it's a love story. It's like a romance story. Mm-hmm. And that's what, it's like, it's one of those um, well done romance stories that you're just like, oh, wow, this isn't cheesy or saccharine. It's just, it feels real. It's, it's fun. It feels and real. Is, and George Clooney is fucking cool in this movie. Oh. He's like Dustin Dawn. This is like the perfect connector. I was going to ask you a question. It was, I kept almost bringing it up like three times. Yeah. Is this, is, what's his name in this movie? Um, Jack Foley. Is this the prequel to A, from Dustin Dawn, or B, Ocean's Eleven? That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Because he has three, oh, actually five fucking movies where he plays a bank robber now. Or a robber. Yeah. That's crazy. I can't name another actor other than like maybe like James Cagney who did gangster movies or someone like that. Uh, Jimmy Conn has played a thief more than a few times. Yeah, but not five times. No, no, five and times. Such well, we- and such well-known movies because all five of his movies did well. Uh, George Clooney that... Uh, Pierce Brosnan, he was James Bond five times, I think. And those were all hits. Those all did well. Pierce Brosnan what? Pierce Brosnan was James Bond four or five times, right? I think about specifically bank robbers. Anyway, specifically James Bond. <laughs> it's fucking multiple people have done more than five James Bond movies. <laughs> no, I think he's the only one. Maybe Sean Connery. Oh, Roger Moore. Yeah, that's fine. Roger Moore, <laughs> Sean Connery, and uh, fuck. Even the last Bond did five and, of them. Fine, fine. <laughs> I think uh, Pierce Brosnan did six. No, he didn't. He did four. Only five. He did four. He did uh, Golden Eye. Golden Eye. The world is uh, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow is yeah tomorrow. Tomorrow never dies. Never dies the world is not enough. The and then a day after die another, die die another, another day. day, and that's it. He only did four. Yeah, you're right. Okay, fine. He actually did the fourth amount of fourth most amount of Bond movies out of all the Bonds. Only Dalton well, and uh, the me. the Aussie did less. Oh, uh, George. <laughs> yeah. I only went to him because George, George or Sean Connery went too much money. I'd say, uh, while we're quick talking about Bond here, everyone loves Pierce Brosnan as Bond. I think he's my third favorite Bond. Yeah, you're probably not wrong. And you know what my first two are? Not Sean Connery. Daniel Craig. Daniel wow. Craig. Daniel Craig and George and then I'm gonna, No, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go Timmy. Timmy I'm going with Timmy Dalton. Wow. Timmy Dalton wow, number two. All right. All right. I loved Timothy Dalton in that role. Yeah, he was good. He was he was mean, <laughs> like mean to women, yeah, mean just... to men. He didn't fuck anyone. I think he fucked one woman in the second one, and that was it. Oh, I guess you're. Yeah, it's a good point. He I, he yeah, barely yeah. fucked in those movies. He was just mean all the time. Yeah, I watched you, those because when I did my uh, Bond reviews, that's actually how Liw started. Because I started the Bond reviews, and then I started getting the podcasting. But I haven't seen him since then. But I was like, he hasn't fucked anyone. <laughs> is he gonna? Fu- is he gonna fuck a wall at some point? Something? Wow. I need to find glory hole. Like that's why he's so mean. He needs to let it out. <laughs> I can't do this right now. You fuck off. Th- My yeah. dick is hard. I think it's halfway through the Living Daylights where he actually fucks anyone. And it seems begrudgingly, like he's the one getting raped in the scenario. I, I love the fact that the Living Daylights theme song. Incorporates day, the living daylights as a one syllable word. 
Did you ever notice that? I, I had to remember the song. The way they do the, the, the song is. Uh, living Deadites. It's like, what? <laughs> oh, now I got to hear this. Deadites? Dead Before Dawn. Living Deadites. Song. Why? They're really pushing. They're really trying hard to fit the, the title of the song and the uh-huh. title of the movie of the song. Living Daylight. Oh my God. It's, uh, it's uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the Living Daylight. Here's from Paris. Shows you don't. In the morning when the sunlight is away. How far am I off with the with him saying it? I don't know. I can't see anything. You don't have to see it to hear it. I don't hear anything. Oh, you, you don't hear it if you don't hear this. Oh, I don't hear it. Nope. That's weird. Why? My mixer still work. Okay. Do you hear it now? I hear it. Yeah. Okay. That that makes no sense. Now, yeah. That's not how my mixer works. Whatever. Oh, he right he just mumbles out. I got it. Oh yeah, he just played living die. That's yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's bad. Nice. Not a bad. I like aha, uh-huh, but wow, you guys are they're stupid and fun. Well, they, they, I mean, it's not it's not their it's not their fault, but they have to force that. Yeah, that title of the song. I'd rather that what than do, you know what? It's an it's a game of averages because that they cut off the syllables, and then you have Adele's Skyfall version where she stretches out the word Skyfall to sixty five syllables. Skyfall. I like that yeah. song. I don't like the Billy Eilish song though. That one sucked. Skyfall's a great song, but I don't even remember. I can't Skyfall's even. Song, I hate the, the Billy did she Eilish do, song. No, uh, Sam Smith did Spectre. Did she do the last one? Sam Smith. She did the last one. Yeah, she did like. That's what she said. But there's no time to die, so I guess. Yeah, it's oh god. And it's like she's got that really deep voice. She's got like. She's either, she either can be like really thick or really skinny. She's hot when she's thick. When she's skinny, she just looks like a bitch. Okay. She's like a bitch. Not what I thought you were going to say. She needs to have that thickness to her. No, she needs to have that thickness to her to make her look uh, healthier and happier. I think when she's skinny, she's just irritable because she can't eat cheeseburgers. The John Goodman thing. Uh, Too skinny I seems like a dick. He, he needs that jolly weight I on want him. an Oscar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't had a burger in six months. God damn it. Out of sight. I said by the in and out, Donnie. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, out of sight. Um, Yeah. Character actor heaven. Oh, absolutely. And how great is Don Cheadle? Right? It's our second. When Don Cheadle used bad guys. Yeah. Because Don Cheeto did the same. Do you remember that other time we did the Don Cheeto movie? That was on Nick Cage cast, though. The uh, the Family Man. Where he plays the magical Negro. Yeah. Right, yes, the mystical Negro. Yeah. The, 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 when Morgan Freeman can't do it, you get Don Cheeto. If Don Cheeto can't do it, you get Bubba from Forrest Gump. Referring to the Key and Peele sketch. Yes, yes, exactly. The magical Negro. The mystical Negro, whatever it was, but. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because that's what ruined the uh, <laughs> the uh, legend of Bagger Vance. 
that golf movie where they got they cast um, instead of Morgan Freeman, you put Will Smith in it, and that just ruins the movie. This is too charming. Morgan Morgan Freeman is is the legend of Agar Vance. Like he, that's who you get for that role. You know what's you funny is Will Smith. Will Smith is seen as more charming to general audiences, but general audiences would fucking hate hanging out with Will Smith compared to Morgan Freeman. Well, now that's the fucked up thing. No, fun. even back then, like I think he was. Yeah. He, he's always had that, and people are now just realizing it. I don't. Know, I've never. I've always had a fucking problem with that guy, and now it's coming out like he. He's he, a. He's putting up with a lot because he's so ashamed, and you know, honestly, Scientology is probably playing a lot into that. Sure. Yeah, he doesn't want to divorce his wife, even though they're yeah. clearly fucking done for like a decade now. Yeah, I thought they were already broke up. They were just kind of together for yeah appearances. Exactly, because Scientology. And then she's like saying these fucking dudes on the side. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what is happening with them? Yeah. Like, just leave, man. Tom Cruise has been married like four times now. Nobody cares. Yeah. Not even Scientology yeah. cares. No, tr- they're, tr- they're done. Oh, just leave, dude. Just be, be Tom free. Cruise married someone we don't even know who she is. He hasn't married anybody yet. I don't think he's no, married not anybody now. Right now. But back in the no. day, like, the right. I, I most people could not tell you who his first wife was. No, it's Mimi Rogers. Before that, uh, maybe after her, he had that one weird no, lady. Mimi Rogers. Mimi Rogers is the one that got him into Scientology, so it's her fault. She's the one that did it, so that's what fucked him all up. Was his first marriage, so that's uh, all that makes. I sense. didn't realize Mimi was. I thought he had well, that woman before him. Maybe he was just with her and not married. Well, I think he was dating Cher, uh, uh, Cher for a minute, too, wasn't he? Oh, God. This right here. Uh, this is in the 80s. This is like 80, 84. This is like the beginning of his career. This is back before he got all the plastic surgery when he was in Mimi Rogers. They, they married Mimi in 87. Rod- wow. Yeah. Um, dun, 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 dun. But how great is Don Cheadle, though, playing yeah, this sorry. character, this villain? Because I, I like how he's a bad guy. He's always good as a villain. I wish he'd do more villain roles. I love Don Cheadle as a bad guy. I like him in anything. He, I like him in anything, but I just I like he plays a villain very well. He even I plays center center right well, like uh, uh, Boogie Nights. Right, yeah. Where he goes into the into the donut shop to get donuts for his pregnant wife and just takes advantage of the yeah. situation where the blood sprays all over him and there's just sure, a bag of yeah, money yeah. and he's like, all right. <laughs> like, yeah, he, he opens up his hip-hop stereo store. Yeah, he's not a bad guy, but he's like, not great, not good either. So he's kind of middle. Right, he's just, he's just the man. He, yeah. Yeah, no one's going to... He, he can't get a loan from the bank, so he might as well just get cash. Great scene. He's in the bank. Way it goes, yeah. I'm an actor. It, no, I don't. Do, I, I'm an actor. Boogie Nights is kind of, kind of in the same vein as Out of Sight, where it's this kind of sleaze balls and their their way of life. That's what the movie's focused on. Yeah. Um, well, that's uh, speaking of that. I'm sorry. Sidebar yeah, here. No, go ahead. I was, I was I've, I've been doing um, nothing but. I've been watching. I was watching first reaction. You know these reaction videos on YouTube, and this one channel had a i still want you to share that site with me that that place wait which one uh there's like first reactions oh there's like thousands of them no i the i want to i want you to share the 
who's publishing them? Like, who's, who am I subscribing to to see those videos? Oh, yeah, I got you the names. Oh, there's names? I thought it was just a channel. Like, someone's No, 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 for... they're channels, but it's it's individual people. Doing oh, this. okay. Just Trust Ash is one of them. He's good. He's a British, uh, Tur- he's a British, um, Persian guy with his British girlfriend. They watch who they're funny. And then there's Popcorn in Bed. Then there's, um, uh, the Canadian there's literally thousands of them now like there's so many of them out there and what's annoying is they get like oh, thousands of hits and they have like sponsor like they have subscribers and sponsors and all they do is they watch movies and they react to them but we can't get we one, can't get one shit viewer. original yeah <laughs> i don't care no it's, it's, it's like whatever but it's just like this is where we're at we're, this is why the world's in we're not youtube we're we're a podcast let's be honest yeah, that's, fine. that's fine nobody wants to look at us no well these people ain't much better i'll tell you that much they're they're oh, i good. guess they're cute. oh i feel better some of them are cute and attractive but you know they're not they're not the charming. rest are us yes us are worse yes good, good and good. um there was a, a, a porno star was on one of them. Okay. Because uh, one of these, and they're watching Boogie Nights. First time they ever watched Boogie Nights. And she said, oh, that's a very, um, when Don Cheadle gets des- gets denied the loan, she's like a lot of uh, sex sex workers, sex performers, that happens to them because they try to get loans for buying a house or something. The bank won't give them a loan. So they have to pay cash for everything. And it's hard to do because sometimes all the, they, they basically have a money economy, they a cash economy. They can't get checks. Yeah. They can't get a bank account because no one's going to give them a bank account. They just don't want to be associated with with uh, people who put, you know, their yoo-hoo and the wah-wahs. <laughs> it's as politely as you can put it, yes. Yes. Yeah. What do you, what, what's the person that fucks or has sex for money? Oh, whore. <laughs> That was on uh, Val Kilmer's movie, Wonderland. You ever see that one? When it's John Holmes? Yeah. And Lisa Grujo gets mad at him and he slaps him and she goes, what did I tell you? What, what's a man who takes and accepts money for, for sex? That's a whore. Yeah. <laughs> I love the scene. I don't know. I haven't seen that movie in a while, but the murder scene. It's a good movie. Remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. I liked that the, the front... The DVD of that when it came out was just a yeah. picture of a crotch in jeans, yeah, like yeah. a dick. Johnny Wong, <laughs> just yeah. a dick in jeans. Yeah, good that's a good movie Holmes though. Cock. Yeah. Fucking dude. When I was watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it was reminding me of that movie. Right. Some of those scenes when they're on the ranch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dakota yeah. <laughs> Fanning. I'm fucking at four o'clock. What do you want? Uh, out of sight. Don Cheadle is a. I like him both ways. Either way, I don't like him in as. I want to say Dusty Rhodes. Whatever Rhodes he was in in the Marvel ones, I find him really boring. He has nothing to do in those movies. You're telling me his portrayal of Colonel Commander Rhodes. Rhodes is so fucking Rhodey. boring. Rody Rhodes. Is it Rody Rhodes or is it Brody uh, Rhodes? Scrody no, Rhodes. <laughs> oh my god! I forgot. Oh god, you're right. I forgot his name. Jim Rhodes. I think he's a Jim. No. General Rhodes. Either way, 
I find him uh, so fucking boring. Is it? He needs it. He needs to breathe. Let the Cheeto yeah. fucking breathe. He has one scene in Avengers Endgame where he gets to do improv. It's where he goes, "What do you think's coursing through my veins?" And you watch the the spoof the the track of that, and it's just like him going, "Beefsteak, cheese whiz," and it's just him him naming weird shit, and that's it, and that's all you get. It's I so remember boring. that. It's when Thor was trying. Thor is fat in that movie, you know. Yeah. And he's talking about how he should be the one that snaps with the stones that he stole. Right. Okay. Yeah. And he's yeah, like, yeah. "What do you think is coursing through my veins right now?" And then in oh, the right. movie, he goes, "Cheese whiz." Yeah. But in in the outtakes, he says like a thousand things. Oh, okay. okay. He just keeps going and going, just taking whatever you know, whatever someone suggests, and having fun yeah. with it. You know they say they can't they ruin that movie for me because everybody's like, oh my god, they were making fun of PTSD with Thor because he's fat and they're making fun of him. It's fat shaming and it's PTSD because he lost so much. That's why he's all a ruined man. But like that's the joke is that he's fat because yeah. he's depressed because he's he's a survivor. At a certain point, but it's still funny. But I don't give a fuck. I, I don't don't look up what people say about a movie. Don't ever. Oh, it's, it's to that point, yeah. They're idiots. There's just no point. I don't watch trailers, and I sure shit don't watch reviews. Trailers. The only trailers I watch is because you, you tell me to, and we do it live, because I don't want to watch yeah. it on my own. Like the yeah. Ghostbusters one and last you, week. Yeah, you, you surprised me with that one. You actually thought it was, looks good. Yeah. I think it looks like total dog shit. Probably. I'm the trailer didn't look like dog I don't know. I don't know. I just it just was just why it looked like uh, day after tomorrow with Ghostbusters. Like what what does it have to do with ghosts? Oh, the pl- don't. I'm not talking about the trailer. I'm talking about the. Sorry, I am talking about just the trailer. Looks fine, but the plot of the movie is stupid as shit. Why are they doing that? That's what I mean. That's what yeah. bothered me. I think. Really? But that's that's two that's separate the things. Like the trailer yeah. itself was whatever. Yeah. It looks fun. Looks. Right. It'll probably be like oh that was okay, at no. at worst. The creative, the creatively bankrupt Hollywood continues its course to destroy everything. Speaking of, I got all my Ghostbusters stuff up. My posters. Oh yeah, yeah, on the wall now. Oh look at that. Oh, yeah, my, my MSC3K wall clock there on the yes, far left. Look at that. Get the LAW what an amazing... stuff. Wow. Fight Club over here. Look at that. The entire history of the wall. Look at that. Looks beautiful. Yeah. Spent way too much time doing that. <laughs> well, I gotta do, gotta do, you know, gotta hang up those frames eventually. Yeah, it's uh, it's been like twelve years since I've owned those. I figured it's yeah. about time to actually put them on the wall. Yeah, you got well now you got your, your you got your acquired space for the next ten years. There we go. Twenty years or thirty years, whatever. Or until someone shoots a bullet hole right through here. Yeah, exactly. It might happen. It better happen yeah. live if it happens at all. <laughs> you gotta put up some, uh, uh, yeah, put up some uh, concrete uh, blocks to block the bullets from going through. Sandbags. Put a little outer casing on the wall. Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah, I'll do some that. Sand, sandbags up and down your ceiling. Your, uh, <laughs> it looked great behind ceiling. me. Looked like I'm ready for Katrina. Exactly. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. <laughs> when the levee breaks, it's coming, motherfucker. The end is coming. <laughs> George Bush doesn't. Oh, sorry. Um, Let's talk about the movie finally. Holy shit. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah we keep no, getting very right. sidetracked. 
like say Bing, Bing Rhames is awesome in this movie. I love his I character quirks. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> There's so much dialogue by people who aren't Bing Rhames or George Clooney devoted to his character quirks. How he calls his yeah. sister after every crime to confess because she's a born-again Christian. And the yeah. one time they got caught is because she call, he called her ahead of time. So she called right, the cops. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's interesting. And that makes sense because she could prevent it. Yeah. And he doesn't feel betrayed. He never even mentions feeling betrayed. George no, Clooney doesn't yeah. either. He just understands no. it and moves on. He harbors no resentment toward him. It's like a, it's like a total bro love between those two without being sappy at all. Oh, yeah, it's great. And everything said is unsaid, if that makes sense. No. Like, you just feel that he, the looks George Clooney gives him, you just under, you know that he understands it and he's not going to get in the middle of it. And he's like, yeah, that's, that's you, man. That's that's what you do. You tell your sister. I'm not even going to bother talking you out of that because that's, that's you. No. And you see all that just in his face in a second. He's like, you call your sister? He's like, yeah. Okay, anyway, so let's go. He just moves on. Loved it. And you, got, you got Louise Guzman showing up in the movie. For a few scenes, yeah. For a few scenes. He's the uh, no escapee in the movie with his lover. He was he's in shape then. Screen. Well, I mean, you know, he was, um, well, he just got off of Boogie Nights. He was in shape for Boogie Nights. No, it, cocaine Boogie Nights. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, he lost a lot of weight. No, uh, but then Catherine Keener's in it as well. Yeah. There's another blast from other films. He's got the smoochie. Yeah, she's and she's wearing just uh, basically a bikini in the beginning. Yeah. And she's on a phone. I'm like, is that fucking Catherine Keener? Yeah, what it is. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She plays George Clooney's ex-wife. Catherine Keener. <laughs> she was kind of like the, the, be, the, kind of the weird, cool queen of the 90s. Un- weird way. Without like anyone noticing of, is the weird thing. Yeah. You know, Spike, she did... Uh, the Spike Jones Dean stuff. Malkovich. Same year as this. Stuff. She's doing Out of Sight. Or next year. She did yeah. a little movie called Living in Oblivion, which is a great little indie movie, which kind of got her started, I think. And um, she's just a cool actress. Her and big movie was uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin was her big movie. Right, yeah. That was the one that made her like this household name, probably. Yeah. And then she did Capote with yeah. the Philip Seymour Hoffman. She was the, what's her name? Uh, to kill a mockingbird, uh, Harper Lee. So yeah, she's a good actress. I love. Uh, she's great in everything she shows up in. I haven't seen her a lot lately, though. I think maybe she's kind of aging out, and she doesn't want to show it. Adaptation. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, adaptation's great in that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Oh, Spike Jones. Spike Jones is how I became acquainted with her because of those, those right. Movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Her in, I don't know, she's a, she's great in everything. She was kind of a it girl without being an it girl. She was never a, a right. c- celebrity, like a m- big right, household yeah. name, but yeah, she was in a bunch of stuff. Death to Smoochie was, was another one. Yeah. But I think her best role for me was personally, that was in uh, Being John Malkovich, because she's such mm. a fucking cunt in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> she's <laughs> such a bitch to him for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> she just hates, hates, uh, um, John Cusack for like no reason in that movie. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, she's great in this though. She's in like two scenes. She's on the phone in the beginning. Yeah, she's very quick. Oh, phone in the beginning, phone in the end. Or oh, sorry, when when he gets out of prison. And then she's in the scene where Louis Guzman goes to kill her. And then uh, yeah. J-Lo arrests him. 
Oh, you're mean. And you're then, mean. <laughs> and then he's like, "There's a throwaway line. It feels like where George Clooney's like, yeah, he was very interested in the in the trick, the Solomon Woman and Half trick." And then Luis Guzman's getting arrested, and he's like, "How do you do it, Solomon the yeah. Lady and Half? How do you do it?" And then it just cuts away, yeah, that's right. and it cuts back to him. Because she's on the phone yeah. with her boss, and it cuts coming to him. And she's like, all right, that's all I wanted to know is if I would get the promotion and be on the task force. It cuts to him, and he's like, that's it? It's just fake legs? How do they wiggle? How do their toes wiggle? He's getting taken off in the handcuffs. <laughs> no, we just it's we great. put another person. We put yeah. another, there's another girl in the bottom of the box. That's it? <laughs> Finds out the truth. He's very upset. And it's like George Clooney definitely told him that. He definitely told him what the trick was, and then he still didn't believe him, so he had to ask her. And so he's like, "Wait, that is it? That's all the whole thing." And he's pissed off. That's what yeah, it feels like. That's fine. No, it's it's uh, out of sight. It's one of those movies where you just—it's a fun movie to watch. Yeah, it's just—it's cool. It's a cool movie. It's got that that coolness to it. Without being you know? forced is is the point. Exactly. Yeah. Without being forced. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so many movies in this era. That were Tarantino ripoffs, or just rip off of the director of the of the year, the Kevin Smith right. ripoffs, the Tarantino ripoffs, the Guy Ritchie ripoffs. Yeah. And this felt like it should be one of those ripoffs, but it's not. It's it's completely different than those movies because it's not trying to do anything. It's not trying to be cool. It's just let's just face it. George Clooney's a cool motherfucker. He just is, especially this era. Oh yeah. I like the fact that George Clooney never got mega famous until he had the silver fox look. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> like he was working. Oh, he was, yeah. He's that guy made nothing but money for years because he was working TV for a long time. Roseanne, pilot, yeah. yeah. He was on every pilot that ever got made. Yeah. So like he got he got paid for it, but just nothing ever took off. ER, and he was on yeah. ER for a long time before he oh, yeah. hit it because yeah. suddenly he started getting the gray hair, and then people were like, "Ooh." Um, right. He became the just safe enough for box. housewives to masturbate to look, and then it was from us till dawn. This and then the negotiator was it? No, sorry, the peacemaker. Yeah, peacemaker. The peacemaker. The one. Yeah, peacemaker and then this. And Batman and Robin. Yeah, Batman and Robin. The peacemaker definitely is. is I'm not including know. that, but it is definitely yeah. bigger than these movies. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Batman. Oh, they're showing Luis Guzman here in some something with Vil- Wilmer Valderrama. What it uh IMDb oh, the the videos they play next to you when you're watching them when you're up on a page, it just it's nonsense. It plays like a video of each actor in some random project they're in. Um is there is there something in this movie that didn't work for you? Out of sight? Yeah. No. I, like I said, <laughs> I like this movie from beginning to end. It's just charming. It's it's got that the, again the coolness and the charm and it's, even like the the scenes with uh, uh, like I said J Lo. I like J Lo in this movie. She comes off as like a she's hot, she's sexy in this movie. And other movies, I don't see her the same way. No. I think it's because the dialogue's way better in this movie. She pulled herself better in this movie than any other movie she's ever done. In the I don't most, know if that's directing or the writing or what. The most pointless scene in the movie. I mean, it's pointless as far as what they're doing with it. 
is when she looks the best because she's wearing her short shorts. She's got the Dan Marino jersey, the tiny one on, and she's hanging out with her dad, Dennis, right, yeah. Dennis Farina, on the on the side of the river. Yeah, in their ha- in her house, I assume. And out of nowhere, fucking Michael Keaton walks in, and I guess that's who she's dating. And she, and then that's right, his first yeah. time meeting the dad. And Michael Keaton is like a dummy for no reason. He's got like food in his teeth, and he's like, huh. Right, yeah. Huh. And he doesn't say much. <laughs> like he doesn't know how to respond because he's too stupid. And then she goes and answers the phone because George Clooney called her. And and I was waiting because I haven't seen this movie in a while. I forgot. That's the only scene Michael Keaton's in. Well, he's playing the same character from Jackie Brown, too, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted Mike, uh, what's his name? Uh, Michael Bowen to show up with him. Right, yeah. <laughs> from from Jackie he, Brown. I, is he not in that movie? I feel like, was he not in Out of Sight? No, he, like he's not in Out of Sight. He's not in Out of Sight. Okay, no, but they're, they're both in Jackie Brown together as partners. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel like, okay. I can't remember. And Tarantino lo- likes to work with uh, Michael Bowen. But, yeah, it's just this random character that shows up. And you're like, oh, okay, he'll be important. Like, nope, doesn't matter. But it's still yeah. a scene I would not cut. And I'm glad he didn't. Because right. it's just this. Fuck, why not have Michael Keaton in this scene show up for no reason? Yeah, fuck. And Michael Keaton's down to do it. He loves that stuff. Yeah. He loves, like, showing up and just doing weird things in random movies. Yeah, you get to do a little bit of a physical comedy where he's, like, eating. Yeah. And, huh. and he he's got his Batman money. He don't yeah. give a fuck. He's got his Beetlejuice money. Oh, Beetlejuice 2 next year. Can't believe next uh, November you're going to be watching Beetlejuice 2. In the Sorry, theater. what happened? What's yeah, on? exactly. What's going on? We can't wait for that trailer to hit next spring. You're going to show it to me? I'm going to be like... Oh, it's oh. going to be dog shit. It's going to be uh, terrible. Oh, it's going to be fucking... Aw- this is not going to Hawaii, That which the original plan was. What are we going to do? Beetlejuice yeah. goes to Hawaii? <laughs> like Kevin Smith. Said everything we had to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Without going tropical. <laughs> yeah. Why? Oh, my God. I, I, I just... As far as the unnecessary sequels go, that's got to be my number one. That's why I refuse to believe that it's real. Why are why is anyone there going back to it is beyond me. And I guarantee they don't have Jeffrey Jones show up. I guarantee oh, no, he's, he's not in it. No, he's not. He's not in it at all. He'll be dead off screen. Absolutely. Because when you look at when he got arrested and stuff and all that stuff was going on, he was he worked well after that. Like he was he was in a, uh, from hell after that. Yeah, but then the problem was he stopped registering as a sex offender when he moved to Florida. And that's what blesses them. Nobody cares in Florida. That's the place to register as a sex offender. I assume you're a sex offender if you live in Florida and you're under under 50. Hi. I'm new to the neighborhood. Where are your children at? I'm a red dot. Oh, me too. Hi. <laughs> oh, me too. Oh, What's I'm the mailman. Address? Me too. What's your pattern at, uh, Walter? Shut the yeah. fuck up, <laughs> The milkman. Oh, yeah, me too, guys. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, oh, by the way, I'm a sexist offender. Oh, you know, sorry. So here's your 2% milk, and uh, you got a little skim this week. I I didn't have enough. By the way, I should mention, (laughs) oh, my God, Florida. I wouldn't touch touch the vitamin D milk, are you? No reason to mention it, bro. Thank you for the milk. I'm on the list, too. (laughs) Like, it's everyone. Oh, everyone in this block has been on that list. It's crazy. Yeah. Welcome to Red Dotsville. Welcome to Red Dotsville. It's just, oh, those sex offender maps are so creepy if you ever look online at them. 
Do not look. I don't, I don't want to know. I'd rather take my chances than know that someone is right there and like, it's creepy. Because every once in a while, I don't know if you've ever gotten those, those little leaflets they send you in the mail. They're like those little car- postcard size ones. And they're like, by the way, a rapist oh, yeah. lives next to you. It's like, oh, thank you. I wanted to sleep, but I guess not. I'm going to doze off one afternoon and that guy's dick is going to be in my mouth. <laughs> Son of a bitch, you're good. How'd you get in here? <laughs> Impressive, man. We tussled. <laughs> How do you hear from like Florida so up. fast? God damn. Were you in Beetlejuice? Coach, I don't think we survived the crash. <laughs> what? What makes you think so? Oh, man. Oh. Um, uh, I, I do like the fact that it takes place at uh, Albert Brooks's house at the end. Yeah, well, we're almost done, by the way, with it with the plot. Yeah, I, I like that it takes place in there, and that's it. That's like the ending location, and George Clooney has a chance to leave, but he's like, "I guess I'll stop that guy's murder and her rape and murder." Right? Yeah. yeah right. It's Nancy Allen. Nancy Allen. Nancy, Nancy fucking Allen from the, from RoboCop. She, she's the maid yeah. for Albert Brooks. Yeah, I like that uh, uh, George Clooney brings up. He's like, don't worry, they're not going to hurt the maid. <laughs> like He, he kind of gives a little pause because yeah. he's not going to believe that he's her maid. <laughs> or she's his maid. Uh, but he goes in there and he saves him. He shoots Isaiah Washington through a, through a sheet because <laughs> Nancy yes, Allen that's, throws that's, it on him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the satin sheets. Yeah. Pop, pop. <laughs> And white boy, white boy. Uh, uh, oh yeah, I'm gonna play that. Falls down, falls down the stairs and shoots himself in the face. And George Clooney's like, huh? I like George Clooney's reaction. Like, huh? It was George Clooney preparing to be in Oh Brother Art though, because it's very subdued the way he reacts in that. And if this were Oh Brother Art though, he'd be those wide eyes that we talked about. Those hilarious George Clooney wide eyes he does when he's. Oh yeah. It's right here. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna play it in one second here. Here it comes. Coming in hot. White boy shooting his head off. Maurice! (laughs) (laughs) It's gruesome. Yeah. It's a gruesome. See, it's very subtle the way he does it. He's not going broad with it. Yeah, and. Uh, Cheeto shoots at him and misses horribly. Yeah, well, that's the other thing that was cool about it. They all, they all, they're all terrible shots. They're all missed. So it takes like six or seven shots just to get it. Yeah. To kill uh, and, and J Lo helps him kill Tom Cheadle. Yeah, she shoots him a bunch and he falls on White Boy's body and and you think he's gonna get back yeah. out but he doesn't. No, he's done. Um, I do like the scene where he's initiating for some reason initiating Steve Zahn into the into the gang with Isaiah Washington, and they do like a really quick. Yeah editing of a brutal crime where Steve Zahn's holding a woman yeah, while Isaiah Washington right. is yeah, like yeah, stabbing yeah. her. Yeah, it's so quick. They spray, they spray paint over the yeah. scene because they're crispering the windows. But and it's, he, it's so blood. fast. He's got blood on his shirt and he leaves. And, and that's why he gets out of that robbery because he doesn't want to be with him anymore. And the whole time Steve Zahn after that is just like catatonic. He's, he's, he's not there yeah, anymore. He's out of the movie after <laughs> yeah. that. Well, he tries to leave and then Jennifer Lopez gets information from him again. Last time I saw you, one of those sort of things. 
It is a romance movie, Dick. Yeah. You're right. You brought it up early, and it's... Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because even their introductory scene, they're in the trunk together, just escaping prison, and he's like, I, I don't know, like, I'm not going to rape you, essentially, is what he says. Like, I've never done that in my life. Like, come on. Like, you're not... I'm not going to hurt you. And then he just kind of ta- keeps tapping her, because he wants to, like, caress her, but he's like, keeps fist bumping her thigh bone. Or, like, yeah. her, her hip. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. <laughs> but it's uh so I guess the question really should be answered now. Are you consider this more of a Seth Gecko or a Danny Ocean prequel? Uh it's more Danny Ocean. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. I want to go yeah, Seth Gecko because I like that movie more, but Yeah, but Seth Gecko would, would have just killed everybody <clears throat> I haven't thought about it. And they're both more and they're both Soderbergh movies, so I'm gonna go with Danny Ocean. Oh yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, we don't have a Rusty to hang around, though. I, so does Ving Rhames become Rusty? <laughs> ah! Yeah. He, he went to the wrong prison made him white. Yeah, Ving Rhames becomes Brad Pitt. That's funny. Uh, Dick, I'm glad you chose this because it's been a while since I've seen this. <clears throat> I love this movie. I guess it's my turn to pick for next week. Oh, what do you give this out of 10? Oh, I give it an 8. I gave it an 8 as well. Yeah, outside it's one of my favorites, so yeah, it's definitely an 8 out of 10. Yeah, it's been an eight. I I didn't have to change my score. Like I gave it an eight originally when I saw it. Yeah, I did. Too. It's only got a seven. I've always loved it. with ninety-seven thousand. Yeah, I, I mean, I can understand seven point five, but not a, just a seven. Like that's kind of ridiculous. Oh, next week is December first. There's no holiday. I can choose whatever the fuck I want right now. Oh, man. So much decisions, decisions, decisions. I know. Um, I want to go with something I've never seen, though. Just so I can watch a movie I haven't seen, I've never seen. You know what I want to go with? Wow, I didn't, didn't expect me to pick this. Been wanting to watch it since it came out, because they keep hearing it's great. Bone Tomahawk. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I haven't in a while, seen it. It's a, good, it's a good one. It's a nice violent western, a yeah. slow burn violent western. I'm going with 2015's Bone Tomahawk. You can watch it on Hulu, Pluto TV, and the Roku channel and Tubi. So if you want to watch it with commercials, those are the way to go. <laughs> All of those have commercials. Every last one of them. What is it? S. Craig's. What's that guy's name? S. Craig Zoller. Directed it. Who? It's the same guy oh. that get a uh, drive to cross concrete and uh, brawling cell block ninety nine. Um, Puppet master of the littlest Reich. Good director. Um, that's why I'm. It's I. I've seen those other three movies. It's just funny that this is the one I haven't seen of his, and it's right up my alley more than the other ones. But let's watch Bone oh, Tomahawk yeah. next week, Jan- uh, December first. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good. That's a good one. All right, um, we're we're done, right? You want to play your outro here? It's your, oh, we can. Hold on. Your episode. Let me uh, go to the exit full screen here. And okay, then, um, Bone Tomahawk. What does it have? Seven point one IMDb. One hundred fourteen thousand. Damn. Okay. Not too shabby. No, pretty good. This is that. I'll, I'll play it. <laughs> All right. Until next time, in the Can't meantime, I've been West.
Dick, dick, dick. So long, citizens. Hollywood is dead. But wait, there's more. I just remembered something, Dick, that I have to show you before we leave. Oh, please I'm do. so sorry. I'm very excited for this. <laughs> I completely oh forgot till oh right God. now. Oh, my God. After this show ended, after the movie ended, 98, in 2003 and 2004, there was a TV series, my friend. You ready for this? Why is there no sound? Oh, Karen Cisco show. The Karen Cisco show. Yeah. Yeah, I knew. I knew about that. Yeah. Playing this, I had no That's fucking idea. The... Carla. Yeah, G- it was like what season? No, Robert Forster. Robert Forster was her dad. Yeah. It lasted the season and produced by Danny Vito. Yeah. And he's in it. Yeah. I tried to find some episodes. I didn't look that hard because I was doing it right before we went live. So all I found was a trailer here. Right. I don't want to play this song because it's going to get copyright stricken. Karen Sisko. Yeah. Why does that exist? That's, that's the opening. <laughs> well, that's A. There's that time era where they would make a fucking show about anything. Even a Mr. and Mrs. Smith show, for God's sake. Oh, God. Failed miserably. No way. There was a big bomb. They, they're going to. I think they did a true live show that failed miserably. Yeah, that just failed miserably, like recently. Maybe just just happened. Yeah, they did a true live show. Yeah. Ugh. All right, bye. They brought back. They brought back Magnum PI and, and fucking shows that have been killed for thirty years. And that's still going. It's annoying. Magnum PI and Hawaii yeah. Five O are still going. You know why? Because Hollywood is dead. But there's no A team again, other than the movie Jill. Joe Carnahan did. That nobody watched. Nobody watched because it was it was not that bad. Nobody watched it. Nobody cared. It wasn't bad. Nah, it was all right. It was I a waste of his time. The first time I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, bye. <laughs>